Okay. Welcome to Rich Men Lounge Talk. Hello. Evening there. I'm Connor. I'm sitting here on this uh, tucked leather couch in this sort of large and airy room. It's softly lit and I'm holding a little sake glass of whiskey. Oh, hey, Jay. He's over at the bar. How are you, brother? Connor. Yeah. The bar is packed. It's a busy night tonight. I know, I know. The Stardust voices are playing for me and my gal. That's what's happening in the background now. It's kind of a Christmassy tune. We're listening to some pre-war jazz here in the Rich Man Lounge. I'm excited. You're excited that this is our first night in the Rich Man Lounge? Well, I'm excited about that, but um, speaking of rich men things, uh, the, the barkeep uh, broke out a bottle of Blanton's for me. So I am uh, I'm just drinking, uh, it's a brandy snifter with uh, two fingers of Blanton's. Has he taken the grenade-shaped bottle and put it back up on the shelf, or has he kind of left it on the on your part of the bar? Oh no, he um he put it back with all the other uh, secret uh, secret bourbons. Ooh, secret bourbons! What what's your short list on secret bourbons, Jay? Um, you are a kind of a bourboneer, I guess. Um. um. You know, An aficionado, I'm, for sure, of the the whiskeys and whiskeys. I love, I love Buffalo Trace. Um, I'm a fan of Elijah Craig. I like the uh, Elijah Craig uh, barrel proofs. Um, I also like 1792. Oh, oh, do you do you see that? Oh, uh, do you see? Have you put it in the show notes? No, no, I don't just see out the it. window over there. Mm. Snow starting to fall. Nice. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's good that we're in here with our uh, warm and edifying drinks and good company and right. Yeah, in this um, non-COVID place uh, where uh, people lounge, there's all kinds of background falling. Happening. Oh, yeah. I suppose I should, um, you know, do my thing where I, I let. I, I remind the audience that um, we live in an alternate uh, a universe where we're in uh, various states of being gainfully employed and uh, independently wealthy, and, and we feel really bad for you. COVID is terrible. It's, uh, it's not a thing that is affecting us, but it is affecting you, and we take time out of our lives, even when we're just two rich gentlemen sitting at a lounge trying to have a conversation. We, we tried to record to bring you are good fully and what 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 is this scarf that you are wearing oh uh well houndstooth is better when it is gray on gray kind of 20 percent gray uh, on 70 percent gray uh maybe 90 percent gray it's not quite black thread but it's um you know so it's a it's a monochromatic scarf uh it's a houndstooth scarf but it does not have the kind of bright 
busy feeling that a full, uh, like, 0% gray, i.e. white and black, houndstooth has. It is much more subtle than that. Um, I love the monochromatic look. Uh, black on black with uh, the black, white, and gray scarf. I can appreciate that. Oh, um, oh, yeah. Uh, 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 do you still have um, the deviled quail eggs? Yeah, we would take a plate of those. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, oh, I love, yeah, I, um, no, I love, I love the outfit. Oh, and, um, Vukare, two of those, please. Thank you. Mm. Um, Very good. When you know, not now, like, but you know, like when you, when you think of us. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah, we are not one to rush anyone or hassle anyone about anything. We are comfortable here. Uh, <sighs> finishing out "Home Sweet Home" by the John McCarthy Chorus. Indeed. Coming into a third pre-war song, which has kind of survived the century-long copyright term and is now uh, back in the lounge circuit. Mm, the chorus swells, as it were. Oh, it's good. Jay, my brother, uh, I've kind of wondered... Um, Do you think that ghosts are real? No. Um, I don't think that ghosts are real. I, kn I know that ghosts are real. Oh, I like that clarification. Yeah, I do. I do. I do believe. I do believe that. Um, I do believe that ghosts are real. There, uh, there are many. There are many dimensions, and and the membranes between those dimensions, as we've previously discussed, with um, the spooky season. Um, the the membranes become thin at certain points during the year and they're thinner in certain spaces um, throughout the earth and um, yeah no I do I do believe in uh, I do believe in ghosts gosh this plant is just delicious mm. yeah the veil can be thin sometimes and I think that that I, I like to think that, that kind of supernatural experiences, uh, experiences of, like, really deep satisfaction, um, the kind that you get from, like, going to a really cool party or, um, having, like, a really nice drink after dinner and conversation with friends, um, I think of all of those kind of heightened experiences as part of the same, uh, I guess, like, set of, mm, uh, hmm. 
Hmm. Like, they're all on a spectrum, and they all are kind of, like, related to each other in the, um... There's an intensity of being, like, when you're... I need to recommend You know, a book. like, when you have, like, a really strong memory of, like, a thing, there's a quality to that kind of memory um, that uh, I think is shared by both supernatural phenomenon and, like, a really cool night. Uh, Connor, I, I'm so glad that you've brought this up and we've had the opportunity to uh, talk about this. I have a book that I would love for you to read. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, do, um, do you mind if I get my uh, smartphone out here for a moment? Oh, no, go for it. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna uh, drop this link into uh, the show notes for you. Um, hate to have my phone out while we're having a chat in the lounge um it's a book called the demon of brownsville road a pittsburgh family's battle with evil in their home by bob kramer and erica manfred i think you would enjoy this this came out in uh uh august of 2014 yeah yeah, I have heard about this haunted house that's on Brownsville Road. Um, Brownsville Road is, is south of Pittsburgh, kind of through a tunnel, and then it becomes Brownsville Road. And it's um, slightly confusing because there's another road called Browns Hill Road. Um, three words. Uh, which Thank you. Yeah, you just put the... Thank you so much. Oh, gosh. It's like oh. not in the same part of Pittsburgh overlapping road names these are the blue cheese stuffed bacon wrap dates i've i've been looking forward to these here we go oh excellent um, yeah, very good right and this new has just arrived I, I you know i appreciate that it's not just a pedestrian sugar cube that it's actually like a like a like a sugar like a raw cane sugar cube and i like that they have the slotted spoon i like the theater of the absinthe. I appreciate that. I do think it's kind of interesting to write a book that lists your house as haunted and gives the address out. I wonder how that kind of impacts the future of that property and its real estate listings. Okay. Interesting question. Um, right? I mean, you could yeah. look this up, right? This is, I'm reading from, the, we're not doxing anyone. No one no. docks anyone. No, no, no. No, no, no. Uh, the rich man's lounge. Mm-hmm. Um, but it says right here in the, um, the Amazon listing, uh, the Kramers seem fated to own the home at 3406 Brownsville Road. As a young yeah. boy, Bob had been drawn to property, and just when the family decided to move back to Brentwood, it went up for sale. So, you know, uh, put out your real estate spores, my brother. Tell us about 3406 Brownsville. You know, haunting can have a variety of effects. Um, It can attract some people, and it can... uh, it can deter some others. It it really just depends on the uh, on the property. Do you have to kind of find like haunting comparables? Those are known as uh, haunt comps. 
and Hunt um, Hunt comps. Hunt comps. They're really difficult to find. Um, right. Because it's uh, it's a gray area. No pun intended. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, but yeah, hunt comps. It's the thing you gotta find. You gotta look up. Yeah, um, you know, because, like, the real estate market is eternal, and so is, uh, kind of the coming aeon, so, yeah, that tracks. Um, speak, speaking of the spooky, before, before we finally get out of the spooky season, and, and before, um, before dear Isaac wraps up his fatherly, uh, uh, chat with, with Xavier, I I have a subject that I have been wanting to discuss with you, uh, tete a tete. Shall we? Sh- shall oh we sure, start? yeah. Here in the in the kind of uh, like autumn, the twilight of the year. Yes. Yeah. Oh. I. It's, it's a simple topic, but with, uh, how shall I say? Uh, broad um, and wide-ranging sort of uh, reactions. I want to talk about walks. Ah. When, 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 clearly, uh, clearly you walk. Um, but how does the spooky season transitioning into uh, the giving season? How does that affect your walks? How does the the daylight savings affect your walks? What sort of walks are you taking? What sort of attire? Uh, what sort of accoutrement uh, would accompany you on a walk? A walk is not. We're not, listen, this isn't a dalliance. We're not talking about walking across the street to get some Slim Jims and no, no. some twists. We're talking about, like, I am purposefully, I am purposefully preparing myself for a walk in, like, the twilight into the dark to be alone with myself. Like, what, how, like, what is a walk for you? Hmm. Starting at the top of walks, uh, to walk around my environment is an activity that I force myself to do daily because it's my belief that it is kind of like the centering of human activity. It always works that you can always do. Um, and the, when we were coming down, down out of the trees and starting to, you know, like be birthed with malleable brains and skulls that could expand so that we could be creatures that think, all the way to when we started conurbating in cities to the present. It's just been important to be able to get up and use your feet to move yourself through space 
through the place that you live and to kind of change what you're looking at and who you're around and what's going on. Um, it brings you back into yourself, it brings you into the present moment, it brings you into connection with the world around you. Uh, and so they must, like, I try to take a walk every day and I feel weird if I don't. A good Do walk ever... for me is like five miles, uh, uh... sort of two and a half miles out, two and a half miles back. I usually, if I'm just kind of like fucking around and taking a lot of cell phone pictures of the stuff I see on my walks or like, uh, you know, investigating, just kind of like following my nose, uh, that can take like three hours. Um, mm -hmm. I'll move like pretty slowly through the city, just being like, what is this? What is that? Like, can I walk through what this the... alleyway? Just, uh, briefly like what what are what are what's the footwear what's the jacket what's the what's the uh, oh yeah absolutely so uh if it's a daytime walk typically my walks now that it's gotten kind of cold i try to do around 1 p.m uh because that's when uh there's kind of been the most amount of daylight and that's in my particular neighborhood the street grid kind of lines up with the sun right then, so it's kind of when it's the most bright outside and feels the most, like, hospitable. Hmm. Uh, so I've hmm. been trying to do walks then, but if I miss that, then I'll do kind of like a Robert Frost. I am more acquainted with the night walk and, like, really kind yes. of, like, you know, like, walk uh, uh, past the watchman on his beat drop my eyes unwilling to my, explain right like, my my favorite walks are the uh stalking the moor walks those are my favorite oh yeah and i have sort of some access to that in the like i am on the i'm in the strip district in pittsburgh and so it's the southern side of the allegheny river it's the closest riverfront and it's not wild but it is kind of like mm, disrespected as a set of like property lines and so like there's some rail stuff that goes through there but like there aren't really trains that go on there anymore and it's just i mean it's like some it's some urban decay and it has been for a long time and so like that riverfront uh is actually like quite a wild sort of like it can be you can find yourself like in a field of heather and be like what and you're like oh wait this isn't actually a field of heather it's like an abandoned lot and like most of this heather is kind of like spiky milkweed and stuff um and <laughs> like <coughs> it's an illusion uh and a little grittier than the moors are but like it definitely has that kind of windswept quality uh, when you're out back by like the the old Sears outlet that's been closed for 20 years. Like no one's picking up appliances anymore. The roof is caved in. I had an enjoyable uh, real estate experience earlier this week, um, swapping out uh, a lockbox at a cabin off of uh, County Line Road, OPSEC, OPSEC, OPSEC. Nice. Uh, ten acre tract. Sure. Um, with a cabin, uh, an outbuilding, and a pole barn. Um, 
very quiet and um, it gave me pause. I just thought, here I am, my vehicle's here and that's fine, I can hop in and go away. But I could also stay here and this could be my home and I could live a very different life. And I think the final thing that I want to say is this has been Rich Men Lounge Talk, an offshoot of Are We Doing This? A weekly internet podcast with four friends that um, struggle with uh, what they should or should not be doing. Um, but here with bartenders bringing us drinks and uh, sort of the sound of other people, but not actually their dangerous presence being piped in behind us. That's it's not that we're in a bar full of people. We've been, you know, in a room with like, a, like, like this has been added in post, and we know. Mm. Um, We've never met. We'd surely knife each other to death. Um, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's been lovely. I'm just going to, if I can here. like oh oh so no they, no they, i insist well, no i insist i've no, no, i've no. taken i've taken you, care of the tab. it looks Jay. it you looks have, like it, it looks like being, i it, it looks like no isaac has secured the table you a tab Jay, because i paid for this years ago oh wait 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 There's sand. There's sand. There's mist. Salty water. Oh, God. Oh, God. I've awakened on foreign shores.